Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 15 of Tell Me This. I am your host, Carrie Workoski. Today's episode, Finding Connections in Unexpected Places. I have to be honest, I was, um, I don't know, this COVID-19 stuff has gotten me again on that roller coaster, and I felt like I was on the, the downside of the roller coaster. And I remembered this weekend that Earth Day was coming up on Wednesday, and um, the minister at my church, the Unitarian Universalist Church that I attend, asked me if I would be willing to contribute to last Sunday's service. So um, she wanted me to write a reflection about, you know, how things were going in COVID-19 and how me and my family were managing, and in particular, sort of what we or I've been doing to reconnect in with respect to, you know, getting out into nature. And, and the theme was listening to the earth. And so I thought, um, after I wrote the reflection and shared it with the community, I thought, what a great, what a great theme. And so maybe I would, um, you know, bring this to my podcast listener. So this Wednesday is Earth Day, and it is a perfect time of the week to just, you know, as things are just continue to be uncertain and sometimes unnerving and anxiety um, inducing, if you will. I think it's a great time to take a pause and have gratitude for our surroundings, finding, trying to find peace in the places we roam, reminding ourselves of really the natural tools. You know, we've been so focused on how do we integrate these technology tools into learning and into our committee meetings and our workspaces and maybe we have for we have forgotten or neglected sort of all of the natural tools um, that are around us and so remembering that we have these in our front yards our backyards on our porches screened or otherwise on our swing sets in the backyards and in our driveways um, pretty much anywhere around our home you might find some of these natural tools so as I was saying, I, I wrote a reflection for um, our, our church has been doing, as many places have been doing, they've been doing virtual services. And essentially, the minister and the woman who does the music um, records ahead of time and then posts it. And we do sort of a, a live viewing of the recording so that we can have some fellowship and chat. And then we have a virtual coffee hour afterwards. So I had a chance to record my reflection and it was really just about last Thursday, I went for one of my, I guess I would say daily runs. It is. It's a regular part of my res- routine, as I have mentioned in the past. And we live in Massachusetts. And I'm even though it's we've been here almost three years, I'm still not used to the crazy weather. I know um, I'm from Maryland originally. So I guess Marylanders would say that Maryland gets crazy weather too. But last Thursday, in a span of about, I don't know, an hour, an hour and 15 minutes, I faced beautiful sun hitting my face, um, rain pelting me in the head, snow making me very cold, and bunch of wind, which is typical because we live about a mile from the ocean. So rain, snow, and sun all in the span of about an hour. And as I was writing the reflection and thinking back on that particular run, what I've come to realize is I've, I really have taken for granted the act and process of going for a run because I, I do it a lot. I mean, that's just that's my stress reliever. That's how I get some time to listen to a podcast or collect my thoughts and get some exercise with my pup. And what I discovered is that 
It's it's another way for me to cultivate belonging and connection. You know, I was listening to the waves of the Atlantic Ocean because literally when we leave, when I leave my house, I make a, a left and then a quick right, and I'm right there at the ocean. The marsh is right there before the ocean, so I'm listening to the birds and and the, the ducks and waterfowl sort of playing in the water, and of course being that close to the ocean, I'm getting beat down by wind. If I'm lucky enough, I get a tailwind every once in a while. And as I was thinking about those experiences and those almost exchanges, it made me realize that in some, I don't know, some of you might say weird or odd, but in some interesting way, I was conversing with nature. I was, you know, um, sort of working with nature when I had a tailwind and it was helping to get me up one of the many hills that I face on my runs. And then as I turned right and hit the moment in the hour where I was being pelted by cold snowflakes, I was climbing this hill that honestly never seems to end no matter how many times I run up it. And it was almost as if I was having a friendly disagreement with nature, sort of that headwind pushing against me and the cold snow hitting on my face. And so Again, it was a way for me in that moment to connect with not, you know, my neighbors and my friends, but with the living natural surroundings of my world. And so today I want this podcast to be hopeful and for us to be thinking that even when we're still social distancing and having to stay away from one another and only seeing each other now with gloves and masks on, we can still can make those connections with living beings. It's just those living beings in the natural world. So today I'm going to talk about how to manage this pandemic and life um, really by reconnecting with nature. And as is typical in my podcast, I'm I'm going to share a, a few stories that, that I sort of remembered and came up with as I was thinking about and preparing for this podcast. And I also want to share a few takeaways. And of course, I have to bring a piece of research um, that actually backs this up. Um, I still enjoy doing it. So even if it was just, you know, even if I'm running just for me and it feels good and I feel like I'm connecting, there actually is legitimate empirical data that suggests that that reconnecting with nature is good for lots of reasons. So when I come back from a break, I will share a story, a couple stories actually, a short one with my grandmother and then just a few with my family, and then we'll get into sort of some of the takeaways that I wanted to share. So, so thanks so much for joining me today. This is Tell Me This, and this is episode 15, Finding Connections in unexpe Unexpected Places. And I'll be right back. Thanks. All right. Thanks for sticking around. This is Tell Me This, and I am your host, Carrie Burkowski. And as I was saying in the opening segment, uh, Earth Day is actually on Wednesday. And so I thought in honor of Earth Day, this podcast would be themed around listening to and reconnecting with the earth and our natural surroundings. And to get us started, I'm going to, of course, share a couple of stories about my family, in particular, my grandmother. But in this podcast, I also wanted to let you know, hopefully we'll be covering a couple of things. One is this idea that I don't know about you, as I said in the beginning of the podcast, but I'm feeling like 
enough is enough already. Like seriously, this is week six of homeschooling. That's kind of how my, how my calendar goes by the way of homeschooling weeks. Enough is enough for me. Um, but unfortunately it looks like there's more to come. And so how do we sort of manage the more to come? It gets harder, I think, at times as these weeks go on. The good news is that there are the second takeaway, which is that natural resources abound. Just as we are getting bombarded with technology resources and apps and these lovely education companies and libraries and other resources online that are making all of this content available, newspapers included, just as there's sort of tech resources available, there's also a lot of natural resources available. So I'm hoping that we can leverage some of those resources to sort of feed our souls and connections outside of being on the computer. And the other thing I wanted to remind us that we talked about in a much earlier episode of this season is that belonging is not just feeling that others value us, right? So Often we think about belonging as how we are perceived by others and how we're feeling as we enter these spaces. Belonging is also related to how we perceive that we contribute to those spaces. And so if we think about ways to connect and replenish and sort of re-energize ourselves, perhaps it's not just connection with human beings or connections with the natural world, but perhaps it's engaging in ways that we're able to help someone else, right? So reaching out a hand, you know, getting groceries for someone, um, checking in on someone, sending someone a note that you haven't sort of heard from in a while. So just keep that in mind that there are many ways to connect. And in this episode, we're going to talk about some of those sort of natural ways of connection. So I always like to try to get my grandmother into these podcasts when I can, because as many of you know, you know, this podcast was really, um, really an honor of her and and trying to honor her memory and the way that she lived her life. Um, And so I was trying to think of a new story, because some of the stories I've already shared would probably work here, because as you probably have figured out, My grandparents loved being outside. So for them talking about Earth Day or thinking of examples of them sort of convening with nature would be pretty easy because they were in the water, they were out in their yard, they were boating, biking, sitting on their porch, all of those things. So I didn't want to, I wanted to try to think of something new. So funny enough, the story that popped into my head was I often, as I said, spent a lot of time with my grandparents um, in the summer um, just because it was a great place to be in the summer. I mean, who wouldn't want to be right on the water, right? You could just jump in at any time. And what I remember specifically is on really warm, sunny days, my grandmother actually wouldn't put her her, uh, clothes that she washed in the dryer she and I would take her laundry basket full of the wet clothes from the washer and we would go and hang them on the clothesline. Um, I know no one really does that anymore. Um, At least I don't know anybody that does that anymore. The reason I bring that up is because what I remember, I remember a couple of things. One, I used to love just being out there with her. It would, you know, you could smell the 
the the the air coming off of the water. You'd get a nice cool breeze in the middle of the hot summer on that that backside of her house. And just again, of course, my grandmother was singing most likely. And we were just talking each other's ear off as we were sort of using those um, clips, right, to, to hang the laundry. The best thing about doing the laundry with my grandmother, though, was after the clothes dried because they had been out in the sun and the breeze and the natural warmth of the air. And I can remember taking down the towels and her, um, you know, her, her, her T-shirts or whatever it was. And I can remember smelling them. And it's just this freshness, right? It was like nature had like literally embedded itself into my grandmother's clothes. And so I think in a literal sort of way, my grandmother had connected, right, with the natural world. And so as I was thinking about preparing for this podcast, I immediately thought of my grandmother's fresh laundry um, having just come out, um, you know, from outside in the sun. So I don't know, some people will think that's, that's weird and unusual. But for me, it's, um, I don't know, it just brings a really a, a smile to my face and it's quite pleasant. So, so that was the, the story that I thought of. Other stories that came to mind were more recent because my kids, as you know, are home um, from, from school right now. And so I was just thinking about how they, probably not intentionally, I mean, they're kids, so they're not consciously thinking about convening with nature in the way that I've been speaking about it. But just watching my kids and engaging with my kids when we're outside, we're really lucky because we have quite a bit of space outside to move around where we really live in literally the middle of a forest um, in a lot of protected land. And so our kids can roam pretty freely and just watching, you know, my son, my oldest son loves, he's fascinated with climbing right now. So we're clearing brush so he can do some climbing on the rocks and, you know, drawing with my daughter with, she loves sidewalk chalk. So drawing on the, the driveway and playing hopscotch and just really getting in there and getting our hands all chalky and hands and knees on the driveway, really digging in. And some of you who listen to the podcast have probably heard the story of my, our, our other son who absolutely adores raccoons. And we bought him one of those ceramic raccoons for like a garden, you know, it's, it's, um, it can be out in the summer and he wanted to take, he took a pine tree branch and wanted me to sort of hammer it in so that the raccoon would have a palm tree. So literally his raccoon is convening in nature, you know, and found a peaceful spot to chill out. So, so I think our family does connect with the natural world when it's not raining in Massachusetts, which has been a lot lately. Um, but I've noticed, especially after reflecting um, for the service on Sunday and actually, you know, putting pen to paper, if, if you if you stop for a moment and sort of consciously think about your your engagement with the outside world, it really is another way of connection. Um, and so I'm just hoping that other people are having a chance to do that, just to get outside, to breathe, to go for a run, to go for a walk in the woods, to get your hands dirty, to draw some silly picture with sidewalk chalk, whatever it is. Um, you know, put some laundry outside on a really sunny day and, and trust me, you won't, you won't be sorry that the smell of that, that fresh laundry is awesome. So 
So anyway, those are the stories for today. And when we come back, I will talk a little bit about those lessons I mentioned earlier in the segment and then also a pretty interesting piece of research I found about connecting with nature. Thanks for sticking around. This is Tell Me This, and I am your host, Carrie Borkowski. All right, welcome back to Tell Me This, episode 15. I still can't believe we're into the 15th episode. This is all about finding connections in unexpected places, kind of in honor of Earth Day, which is this Wednesday. And so I'm sharing and thinking about how we can cultivate connections and feelings of belonging. Again, even when we're social distancing, maybe we're tired of being on Zoom. And so the good news is that even though, you know, we're all, we've all had enough, that enough is enough and more is to come as we've been told to be patient, to sort of hold, hold our ground so that we can really make sure things are safe. The good news is just as the tech resources are everywhere, so are the natural resources. And so we should really be leveraging those natural resources arguably more than we're leveraging those tech resources for our own physical and mental, emotional well-being. So this piece of research that I found as I was preparing that I wanted to talk to you about is called Mindfulness in Nat- in Na- Sorry, Mindfulness in Nature Enhances Connectedness and Mood. And this is Nisbet Zelensky and Grand Pierre, and it's 2018. And it's this really cool article that talks about sort of the benefits of, you know, connecting, literally connecting with nature. And they give all sorts of examples, of course, of of how to connect, right? So as I've mentioned earlier, it could be going for walks, running, hiking, getting your hands dirty in a garden, sitting in your backyard, reading an awesome book, watching your kids or ride their bikes or playing with your kids, what, what walking your dog, whatever it is, just getting outside. And, and what the researchers suggest is that contact and connection with nat- the natural environment is critical to well-being. Again, I don't know that we needed a piece of research to tell us that, but it's kind of cool that someone is studying it and has data to suggest that. They also suggest, not surprisingly, that disengagement is related to detrimental effects for physical and mental health. So what does that tell me? That tells me that as I hear my students, my friends, and my family tell me how much busier they are during this pandemic because they're basically strapped to their computer and having to do so many Zoom sessions and phone calls and everything that's sort of related to this pandemic, it tells me that now more than ever, it is important for us to get outside. And that means it doesn't matter the weather. If it's rainy, put on your raincoat and your rain boots and get yourself outside even if it's just to walk down your driveway and get some fresh air or let your dog out. It is so, so important that we do this for our physical and mental health. Okay. The other reason I brought this article to the podcast is because there's this other really cool effect that I hadn't considered, but of course it makes sense. The researchers also say that our connection and contact with the natural environment also yields positive results for the environment. So if we're if we 
go outside and we spend more time outside and we feel positive outcomes in our well-being and our mental you know capacity our mental health then we're inclined to spend more time there creating this connectedness which then leads to what do you think environmental sustainability so the more we spend time out in the natural environment, the more respect and appreciation we have for those surroundings, the more likely we are to protect it and the more likely we are to want to sustain it. So in the same way that we can build connections by being putting ourselves out there, we are also making a contribution, hopefully, to the community and building belonging in another way. And so Connection with the natural world helps us to find meaning in ourselves. It re-energizes us. It is good for our well-being, but it also can be, not but, and it also can have positive application or ramifications for our sort of environmental sustainability. So I thought that was kind of cool that there's this sort of reciprocity. Again, it makes sense. I'm not sure you needed a piece of research to tell you that, but I always like to sort of bring some empirical evidence to the conversation. And that's mindfulness in nature enhances connectedness and mood. And it's Nisbet, Zelensky, and Grand Pierre 2018. So um, yeah, so I just thought that was a really cool article. This is going to be a short episode of the podcast. Um I just wanted to connect with with you guys today to check in to see how everybody was doing, to remind you to get outside. And when you can't connect with human beings, go out there and connect with sort of natural living things, because I think you'll find that those connections with the natural world, finding meaning in nature really can contribute to feeling better feeling some positive outcomes and just perhaps re-energizing you when you're, I don't know, feeling down or worried or nervous in this time of pandemic. So as you begin this week and think about Earth Day on Wednesday, I hope that you will find ways to connect or reconnect with your surroundings. Go take a walk. As I said, plant a garden, go outside and just breathe in the fresh air open a window, dig in the dirt, or draw with some sidewalk chalk. Definitely would recommend that one. Whatever your choice, find ways to reconnect with the living, breathing earth with gratitude and some peace. And so when you're having a rough day or when that that pandemic roller coaster sort of gets the best of you and you're just feeling, I don't know, in a lull, I think the easiest thing you can do is get up from your desk, get up from your chair, get off the couch, just walk outside. You don't have to go for a run. You don't have to leave your yard. Just open the door and walk outside and breathe in that awesome natural air. So I hope everyone has a great week and I'll talk to you soon.